Mic check, one, two, three. Here we go. To go in again. Mic check. Okay. ATI, Auto Business Dispatching Live. Take two. Hey, Retailing Fresh Inventory, uh, Gail Rubenstein of Retail Resilient is with us here today to talk about what are dealers thinking and doing as the transporter arrives at the lot with fresh inventory. So we're going to be talking about that here on Dispatching Live today. It is noon. It is central time. My name is Jay. Auto Logistics Video News connecting retail, wholesale logistics, and tech here on ATI Auto Business your auto transport community media since 2017. Now, um, what I'm going to do is we're going to bring in Gail here at the 15 minutes, but I know I need to do this before I do anything else. Please do help me wish a very warm welcome to my co-host here on Thursdays on Dispatching Live. Sue, can you see me and hear me okay? I sure can. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, we've got a... Uh, we got a cool show. Um, let's see. Can you see this? Can you see? Oh, good. You're sharing your screen. Oh, good. Oh. <laughs> well, oh, we were actually, we can look for loads again today. Yeah, we can. Yeah, let's we're do gonna that. Look at what, how many loads are on the board real quick. Yeah, do that for me while I get my screen situated okay. here. Okay. Um, by the way, it you know, uh, one dispatch moving to central dispatch, that's in the news today. Oh, really? Yeah. Still not working. <laughs> well, that's too bad. And yeah. hey, you know, here I'll tell you what. This is cool. Michael is in the live chat. And uh, Michael, I want to thank you. I also want to give a shout out to Muzi and some other folks that have drawn my attention to Central Bot. Dude. Company again? Well, okay. I didn't really understand what it was. Now I think I understand what it is, and it's going to blow your mind. I think it's cool that we're on the as we're on the heels of 2024. We always expect something new out of the new year. Well, we're going to get that. It's, okay. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get that. Here, I'll tell you what. I'm going to share my screen. Okay. Um, let's take a look at some news and move into that stuff because I'm chomping at the bit to talk about it. Um, let's see. I can just share this. Okay. So, Retailing Fresh Inventory, that's today's show with Gail. She's going to be on in about 15 minutes. This is Gail. Her company is Retail Resilient. She's talking about dealers and marketing. And Don't jump. Don't click off. Don't do that. This is going to be cool. <laughs> Stick around. You want to meet Gail, I'm telling you. And she sends out... Oh, that's, that's in the wrong place. That's okay. Gail sends out these weekly emails about social selling and forecasts. And it, it's, it's really insightful stuff. She's going to bring it today. But we're going to tie together the dealer and the transporter, okay, right? This is something that just because you delivered a load of cars doesn't mean it's all done and it's over. That load of cars, well, we're going to talk about it today. Let's do that. On load board search advice, we're going to skip the waiver. Just skip it. Now, you still will feel queasy because dispatching live, I'm not trying to sell you anything. You know, I, th I was thinking about this. That There was a video. It was an interview with me a few weeks ago. I got dropped on LinkedIn today and YouTube. You know what I'm you know what I'm doing different? You know why this is there's so much resistance to what I'm doing? I'm not trying to sell anything. I don't care if you ship a car or not. I don't care who you use. I don't care how you found it. None of that really matters to me. Or if you're a transport industry, I want you to succeed. I actually do fight for carriers. I don't know why. Because so many carriers <laughs> refuse. <laughs> because I don't drive a truck, so I like 
lack the street cred. I don't know. Just keep going, Jay. You still will feel queasy, I guarantee, if you watch this show. I know it. And it's the neutral zone because I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just talking about automotive, logistics, business, and yes, we've been the community media since 2017. I talk about the full ecosystem. You know all this stuff. Move on, Jay. So, uh, because I talk about the full ecosystem, Tuesday night we had Dealers Link was on the show. Uh, we had a panel where we had Vintrax and uh, Toyota uh, was on the show Tuesday night. Toyota dealer. So, yeah, the ecosystem continues to grow. Remember Howard from last Thursday talking about factoring invoices? Here's the, here's the video that just dropped. Don't cheap out on auto shipping. Now, you would think, that there would be parades in the streets of auto transport because I am speaking out about not going cheap on auto shipping. But there's not parades in the streets of auto transport, even though I'm talking about not going cheap on auto shipping because I don't do enough of the salesy stuff. It's a problem. You know, we all say we want the truth, but man, do we get it? Whew, it's tough. Just keep moving. On Show Me the Truck, I don't even have any trucks to show other than this bad boy. <laughs> you know. Wow. Yeah, dude. What the hell is that, boat? It, it, right? It takes time to acclimate. I On guess it's, side. I think it's a lot of lawn chairs. Oh, is that what it is? Like a heck load of lawn chairs. Because, that can't be real. You think that's real? Okay, so I'm going to tell you something <laughs> scary. So I used to live in Los Angeles, and I, right. me, I believe this is either this is either Los Angeles or Florida, and you will see this crap on the highway. That I know it's insane. hard to believe. I that's saw a, a video. Truck. I saw a Visla, a, a Visla. I saw a video of a Tesla hauling a 53 foot trailer down the road. I saw the video this morning. People will do whatever they want. Well, that's true. I mean, that's, they will. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. And and you know what? Are you going to pull that guy over? Why? Is he going to pay his ticket? No. Stop. In chairs. Right? Even that alone, I just got canceled again. I took the batteries out of the buzzer. Um, all right. I want to talk about Central Bot. Since we're already canceled and, and there aren't parades anyways... Uh, Central Bot is this thing. It's the technology, and it lives on, I guess it lives on Telegram. I don't fully know. Oh, really? I know. I'm still, this thing. Okay. I'm telling you, this is the Matrix. This is a rabbit hole, and yeah. That's I'm, I'm so excited. If you are here today, I'm so excited, because this is, this is inside track stuff of what is going to happen next. And this will actually help prove the news of why Ready Logistics is moving to Central Dispatch. It's time for companies to care. By the way, are you noticing something special here? Central and Super are listed next to each other. When's the last time Super Dispatch was considered similar to Central Dispatch? That's new. Yes. So who's the new kid on the block? Central Bot. See what so I'm saying? So you're saying that they're like that is what you're trying to tell me. Yeah. For everybody. <laughs> there was a day, there was a day where it was Super Dispatch was the new kid on the block. But it's not anymore. Now it's Central Bot. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we're moving into the next generation here. And where is Central Bot? It's on Telegram. What does that even mean? Yeah. Right? But yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> dude. So here it is. It's on Central Bot. 
a central bot community on Telegram, and I actually I'm what I, what I'm trying to do here. Yeah, it's on. Pete, Michael says it's on Telegram. What I want you to know, Michael, and what you can tell uh, Papa Carlo and all the folks. Yes, I did my research. Is that I'm just trying to shine a light on the future. This isn't the full expose. All right. But, but what is Central Bot? Again, what is this thing? All right, well, you can search for loads using Central Bot. And by the way, if anybody at Cox Automotive is watching this segment, yeah, this is going to be informative. Okay, so, so can I ask a question? Yeah, go for it. Wouldn't this be like Truckify? Ah, <laughs> man, you nailed it. See, that's that's right. So what's the difference? They're still using the loads from Central Dispatch. There's not a lot of difference. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you. But it doesn't mean... So you'll see different iterations. This is where things get weird. Okay. You'll see different iterations of things that that either go skyrocket or don't do a lot. Right? And I'm not going to chime in on whether Truckify did or didn't. Right. But Central Bot... See, Central Bot might accomplish something that Truckify didn't. And that is that by growing a user community base, see, by being on Telegram, which is a communication messaging tool, right. Right. Th- I think they're growing faster than maybe Truckify did. Really? Because, I mean, I just heard of Telegram just like three months ago. I, I didn't know, even know anything about it. See, you and I are not the target market. Right. Well, that's for sure. Do you know who is? There's theories on there and stuff like that. Michael, who's the target market for Central Bot? You know who it is? And this is is what gets so interesting. Remember we had Michael on the show two weeks ago? Yes. And who did he say most of the car haulers are? Who's going to do the car hauling work? Who's going to do it? Dispatchers? Immigrants. Oh, okay. Guess who the target market is? And if you've got that big of a target market that's growing and they're getting on this, why are they getting on this? Is this that much different? No. Do they think they're getting a better, Ah. more? See, this becomes, this is where I want to delicately discuss this topic. Is that, yes, I'm just going to say they're getting more. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna specify what that is because I'm not gonna speculate. Let's right. keep going. Okay. But yeah, you got your search filter settings, right? right? You got your yeah, pickup location. Now it's a new technology, so you know it has to be kind of updated and restarted. It's like building a motorcycle in your garage from scratch. I mean, you know, that's the this thing is it's just oh. getting started. Do you see I, that? Pull that back up. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ding, telling ding. you. Yeah. Ding, ding. Right? Everything's foreign. Yeah, because look at the sense. It's it's a comma 55. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, this is, and that's what makes this so fascinating. I feel like I'm staring into the matrix. Yeah. And they even added a backhaul button. It's just I called reverse. Yeah. You know, see, okay. So here's here's a way to benchmark what's going on. So, uh, uh, how long did it take for me to get a backhaul button? It's been years. It took forever. Yeah. How long did it take this guy? I don't know. Month? We're going to see, I don't know what Neo's doing in the laboratory, but something's happening. And by the way, check this out. And there it is. Uh, so even someone asked below Michael's show, what's the telegram for bot? I'm telling you, people want to know. Uh, and then there's this, 
Car hauling statistics. You know how I've talked about I want a weather map of the rates and the and the routes? Somebody did it on Telegram. When did they do this? Well, Look that's kind of cool, actually. It's freaking awesome. Look at the weather map. That's what... I, I've been talking about this for years. Well, yeah, I've actually, I mean, the I weather told, map should have always been there. I agree. I told this heavy hitter investor guy, dude, before COVID, we need to do this. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody whips it up on Telegram. That's just crazy. It is crazy. So... And here it is, Central Dispatch Daily Statistics. Now, here's the really interesting part. This is the last time it was updated, over a month ago. Why? Oh, yeah. Why hasn't this updated recently? I don't know. But it does tell you the amount of loads posted. Look, we have to, right? We do that. Yeah. And then the average money on trips and cents per mile and number of loads. That's really cool, This is cool, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I want to interview the guy, but, you know. I don't know, you know, if he can Who get in the chopper. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then people yeah. are like, hey, can you do a month ago, six months? Yeah, that's what I've been saying. Oh, my God. Yeah. So doesn't this help understand why if you're central dispatch, you're like, yo, uh, if you catch wind of the fray wor working on updates without you, guess what, team? It's time to do something. It's time to make a move. Now, I'm speculating live, but am I wrong? No. Am I really wrong? No. I mean, why now? I've been saying for years. I'm actually going to drop a video about it. I've been saying Ready Logistics mobile app, owned by the same company that owns the number one load board. Why don't they get together? Why don't you put your peanut butter in my chocolate? Wait. I mean, come on. Why Why are we waiting till 2024 to see this change? Because the fray is coming. And huh. uh, and here, Muzi even said, if this happens, this could screw up other mobile app technologies. If Central Dispatch makes a requirement to use one dispatch. What, I mean, okay, well, so what's going to... I don't but, think it says that, though. No, it doesn't say it yet. It's for Ready Auto. Well, they can't because think about it this way. I know. They don't own the rights to each broker's loads. Right? So how can they make you use one dispatch that's only for Ready Auto? Well, okay, okay. I'm being reasonable. No, I, no, think that's I know you are. Well, that was your that, that was your first mistake. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. Okay, so if Central let's think this through. And then we're going to go to break. We're going to bring in Gail. But if we, if if you're central dispatch and you got fifty thousand loads, and somehow, because uh, look, I, you know it can happen. Look, this was my next slide. Look what Maway just said. Yeah. Right. They just hey guys, I'm yeah. sorry. I know you're rubbing the sleep out of your eyes. You just got up. By the way, additionally insured is now required on all of our loads. This and is that auto includes, transport. just so everybody knows, because Auction Direct got bought out by Montway, that includes just getting that additional insured for Montway only. You don't have to get it for Auction Direct. I will tell you that they are, if you call in for a load and you haven't hauled for Montway or Auction Direct in the last two to three months, they're going to make you get another cert before they let you haul. They're saying they're doing this every two to three months. Right, because of fraud. Well, and how many carriers are going to now have an issue 
with, with booking insurance. a load through Montway because they're requiring additionally insured. There's going to be a lot because oh my some will pay a lot of money for additional insured. I'm going to go with over half. Yeah. But they're going to do it. They ain't going to have a choice. That's the problem. Well, now ask, ask yourself this question. Does Motway care? No. Meaning, do they need to care? If half yes. of their transporters fall off a cliff, does it matter to them? It should, yeah. <laughs> it should. It should. It it should. But then again, I mean, listen. If you if who 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 carries more weight, your insurance company or all the individual carriers that you randomly book loads and don't get me into VIP and stuff. There's so much to talk about. So do me a favor, stick around because we're gonna we're gonna switch the gears. We'll come back to Central Bot and ready and central and motway and all that cool stuff stick around we're going to be right back with gail from retail resilient you do not want to miss it are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verifications of loads where nobody ever answers the phone call murphy auto dispatch services today murphy auto dispatch services has over 15 years in the transport industry we are your office while you are on the road we book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417-273-0021. Or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today. Welcome back to Dispatching Live, everybody. Thanks for jumping in the live chat saying hello. Right. You see something different. There's a shift. There's a change. Um, let's do this. Please do help me wish a very warm welcome to my feature guest today. It's Gail. She's Gail Rubenstein of Retail Resilient. Gail, can you see me and hear me okay? Yes, I can see and hear you. All right, I can see you. I can hear you. Let's start off right. Do me a favor. Please tell us more about you and Retail Resilient. Take it away. Okay. Well, I'm Gail. I'm the original founder and I operate as the CEO of Retail Resilient. It's social selling for the auto industry. Um, I've been around the car business for 25 years, actually, and I started when I was very, very young. Um, I've worked many, many years in retail. Um, I've worked for Viato and Cox Automotive. And then there was a you know, a niche in the car business that was missing for businesses. So I started a social selling company to help auto dealers um, market their new and used car inventory on social media when, you know, the new truckloads of new car inventory come in. So other than that, other than the car business, um, I'm a dual citizen of Canada and the United States. And uh, I know a lot about shipping cars between the two countries. <laughs> Sweet, oh, you're the wow. lady I need to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get a lot of those and I can't deal with them. So I'll get your number later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's, let's, so in case, because we get rolling and we get crazy, Sue, meet Gail. Hi, Gail. <laughs> Hi. Um, hey, Gail, what is, if there's public contact and private contact, without sharing your private contact info, what's your public contact info? Okay, so my website is retailresilient.com and there is a number on there um, that goes into our direct line and I see all the text messages and phone calls that come in. So uh, my public info is all over my website. 
Okay, perfect. So you got that, Sue. You got yep. retailresilient.com. Sweet. All right, cool. Good. Perfect. Um, all right, so automotive. I think you got everybody's attention when you said V Auto and Cox. Yeah. Right? Right? Because that, why? What? Just, you know, in a general sense, why does that get people's attention? Why? why what's up with V Auto? Right? You know, Cox Automotive is an amazing company to work for, right? They're like a $50 billion company. They have Mannheim, they have Auto Trader, they have Viato, they have Kelly Blue Book. Um, they're a massive conglomerate in the auto space. And um, the seven years I was there, I worked for Dale Pollock, who's an amazing person. Everyone knows Dale, and he speaks a lot about, you know, pricing your inventory to market. And, uh, I helped Dale in the beginning stages take over the Canadian marketplace. So we sold Viato and basically took over their market when I over the entire Canadian market when I worked for him. They're just everyone knows who they are and they're good yeah. people to work for. <laughs> well, it's a huge company for sure. So and on this show, on ATI especially, we talk a lot about central dispatch. Now, I don't know how much you, you, I'm going to, I'm going to go on a limb and say, you probably know as much about central dispatch as I know about V auto. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Right. That's fair. <laughs> and that's how deep their bench is on software. And it's not just, they don't just sell software. I mean, they're in the dealerships at the auctions. They're everywhere. They have teams of people mm -hmm. selling products, uh, building relationships, keeping clients, right? Yep. So, so that's fascinating. Okay. So that's background. Um, so now, now when did you realize that, cause it's no secret now that, oh, guess what? We're selling cars online. Right. Right. Like if I, if I said, Hey, newsflash, everybody, they're selling cars online. Everyone would be like, that's stupid. <laughs> but there was a year that that wasn't stupid. Or in fact, it was ridiculous. Right. What, what was that? Was that? We could go back. We go 20 years ago. I, in fact, I think I heard that like simulcast stuff even goes back into the 90s. Yeah, I think simulcast goes Which is kind of crazy, back. right? Because we were all on dial-up. How do you sell a car using dial-up? Right. Right? Anyways. All right. So, uh, all right. So, Retail Resilient, you also have a weekly newsletter. Yep. Right? What do you... What's... What, tell me more about your weekly newsletter. What is that all about? So every Monday I do a, I call it a social selling weekly update or forecast. And I communicate to the dealerships, the retail dealerships, what's going on in the world of social media. So what do you need to know about Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, LinkedIn, um, what are you know what new updates are coming out with the software what do you need to start thinking about as a dealer principal what do you need to be how do you need to be using those platforms with your sales and service staff so i like to update them every week and what's really cool is i speak at a lot of conferences and i love when a dealer principal walks up to me and he's like yeah i've been watching your weekly updates for like three years and i'm like that's awesome so I like the feedback, knowing who my audience is. I assume it's dealer principals and the management staff. Um, but sometimes you never know who's watching you on on social media. You know, I'm going to say this. I'm going to chime in and say, I actually know the same feeling, and it gets me every time 
which is good. I want it to get me every time. When somebody randomly at a conference, like I was at Used Car Week in November, and I had yep. a few people say, hey, Jay. And I'm like, oh, hey. And they're like, man, I love your channel. I watch your show. I've been watching for years. And you're like, wow, really? Mm -hmm. Thank God. <laughs> right. You wish you had an applause button right there, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's interesting. When you talk about social media like that, that's how we talk about different technologies in logistics. I don't think, I, or rather, I think it would amaze you how many technologies there are in auto logistics. It's a lot. Yeah. And they're now integrating with a lot of the DMS and dealer inventory and dealer pricing and dealer appraisal softwares. And that's actually what's happening right now in logistics is all this integration and the companies at the forefront that speak integration and kind of do integration are the ones really gathering up the clientele right now when it comes to like let's say you're a franchise dealer and you're looking for a shipping solution just set it and forget it who wants to be on the phone talking to like 40 different people right nobody no one but there are companies that will do that on your behalf and those are essentially brokers and or asset like carriers i don't know what the word is that's best to be used but these are vendors that work with dealers to help handle all the madness of the logistics. So, while that broker or whatever handled the madness, oh my God, here comes a nine-car hauler showing up at the dealership with nine cars. Right. Now what do we do? Right. So my question for you is, all right, and we talked about this a little bit. We didn't plan this out. None of this is rehearsed. We're live. What, what does the dealer do? as that nine car gets there? So there's dealers that are, I would say ahead of the curve and have a strategy and a plan. And there's dealers that don't really think about it. And I've worked for both, I would say. So some of the progressive dealers have a plan before the cars land on their lot. So I'll give you an example. I work with a couple presidents of dealer groups in the Illinois, Wisconsin area. And the phone calls we had this week were, all right, what's my day supply and when are my truckloads coming in for January and February? Like, what's the ETA of this inventory so that we could build out their marketing strategy for social media well before these pieces of inventory come in? Um, that's a progressive dealer that's looking at day supply, ETA of the truckload coming in and having a marketing plan. The non-progressive dealers, which I've also worked for and worked with, um, the truckload, you have no idea when the cars are getting there. They get there and then you scramble. I mean, it's the car business. You scramble and you're like, holy crap, I have like 15 cars that just got here. They need to get PDI'd. We need logistics to get them through service. We need to get them on the lot. We need to get them marketed. And it's like a total scramble basket case. <laughs> so dealers are all over the map in terms of their logistics of these shiploads of cars. <laughs> all right. That's well said. So yeah. Sue, what are you thinking? You know, what do you want to ask? Well, I think it's really cool. Um, I find it, I think it's crazy that a car dealership doesn't do what, what you're doing for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Before the cars get in there, especially with the way that everything is going right now, you'd want that out there ready to go you know what i mean 
Mm -hmm. So I think it's fantastic. And I'm sorry, I've never heard of you, but I will definitely go check out your website and go check everything out. But there, and that's, you know what? I love that too. See, that's the thing. This is a fragmented industry where so often, I mean, I'll say dealers and, and transport, but I could add auctions or fixed stops or, you know, AI and vehicle inspections and appraisals and leases and F and I, you know, there's so much to automotive that the groups don't get together and talk that often. Right. You know, and so that's what we're trying to do now. So, yeah, it's cool that you got you're getting to meet each other. And, and um, Gail, this is your first appearance on ATI. Most people on ATI are like, I don't, I don't know who Gail is. And I, now I think she's fantastic. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of insight. I mean, I've been around the industry and I was very young when I ran a car dealership. I, I was a manager and a general sales manager at a very, like in my early twenties, which is a little bit unheard of. And you have to figure out the logistics. Nobody gives you a manual in a retail car dealership and says, here, I'm going to train you. Here's the manual. This is how you operate the store. You have to be smart and you have to figure out process and logistics on everything. Like what Jay was saying, the F&I, the service department, the logistics of the cars moving around, the, the cars coming in, um, all the trades, where you're, you know, dropping your lease trade-ins to the auctions. Like there's so much that goes into the retail operation um, and you just kind of figure it out <laughs> and That's, you make it work. And this is where like, you know, just essential stereotypes, you know, car hauler, not delivering a car, delivering a car, watching TV is the same as, you know, you think of a a dealer, you know, just standing on the lot, nothing to do, waiting to sell another car. And, and both of those are totally wrong. Those are, those are, those are wrong. There's a million things going on in the background Mm -hmm. and there's so much to learn before you jump right in. And that's Mm -hmm. another thing we do on this channel is we talk about before you jump right in, I know you saw a YouTube video. You for, in, in 10 minutes, you were positive you're going to have this million-dollar business. Yep. But before you drop 200 grand on a truck, trailer, insurance, and everything else that goes with it, there's a little bit more to know. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, I, I think we, you know, um, we didn't talk about reconditioning. Ah. Yeah. Right? Good old recon. Good old recon. All right. For anybody that doesn't know, what is auto reconditioning? Um, Recon can be anything involved in the reconditioning of a car, like the tires, the brakes, the transmissions, the cleaning the car, getting it to the detail bay. It could be going to the body shop. Um, There's a lot involved in a reconditioning process of the vehicle and the flow of how fast do you recondition a car? So a newer used car comes in um, and Cox Automotive actually has really wonderful software for you to measure and manage the days of reconditioning and assign tasks to individuals at your dealership to get the recon done very quickly because days to sale is so important to keep your gross profits high. Like if I'm selling my car on day 60, day 90, my gross profit has diminished drastically. But if I can get it through recon and get it fixed and get my tech going, my parts are there um, and have all those logistics in place 
and I can sell my car within 30 days, my gross profits are high. So recon, there's a lot that goes into the reconditioning of a vehicle. And so Lots that's why <laughs> when the cars get to the lot, uh, it's. I'm not saying that mountains can be moved, but it must be known that when the cars finally get there, and maybe they're late, when they finally get there, some of them are going to have to go through days of reconditioning. Mm -hmm. And so this is why they say cars are melting blocks of ice. From the day the dealer bought the thing, each day he's paying interest, he or she, is paying yes. interest on this vehicle. And that's cost, that's money coming out of their pocket. And it's not doing anything. Right. It's just adding to the cost of the car, the vehicle acquisition. So the days it takes to get from the auction to the lot, the days it has to go through recon, and then the days where it actually gets start selling, this is why you're also talking about marketing before the car gets there. Mm-hmm. Because you want to sell that car as fast as you can. In fact, and this is why technology is blown up, if you can click and buy a car and sell that car the next day before you even have it, you're going to. Yep. Yep. You yeah. can market a lot of your new car inventory on many channels, your website, your social media, auto trader. You can market before the car comes in. Because if you have, I'll use... I'll use a Ford Edge as an example. If I've had previously a 2024 Ford Edge come into my inventory in blue, I can use the the same photo. I can, a 2024 Ford Edge with the same trim, I can use that same photo over and over and over and over again. So I can market that vehicle with photos live on my site before the vehicle ever gets in. It's really that simple. Um, if it's not being done, it's either a lack of leadership at the dealership or they don't know what they don't know um, or laziness. But you can market and sell the vehicles before they arrive. I think this is one of the areas where, and I could be wrong because I don't work in a dealership and I don't drive a truck. Big <laughs> shocker. But um, when I saw so much Carvana stuff happening, I'm going to have to wind back the clock. What? 2018, 2017, yeah. you know, it really got my attention. This is what nationwide advertising of simple car buying looks like. Now it's obvious. Everybody's doing it. But there was, again, going back, there was a time where it wasn't obvious. Everybody wasn't doing it. And if, even if you were using Facebook to sell cars, that was innovative, Shoot, now right. people are using Facebook to, to acquire inventory. Correct. Right, and now now it's moving to TikTok. Yep. We were talking about TikTok on Tuesday night. And I have actually seen a couple car hauler videos on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not yeah. sure if that's just for sensationalism or if it's to get business, but it shows awareness. Yes, it, it actually serves both purposes. So if, you, if anyone goes to at sell cars like candy bars that's my TikTok handle <laughs> and i train um car dealers nationwide the salespeople, how to create videos to not only get awareness but turn commenters into actual customers um it's an amazing channel people watch an average this is crazy 534 videos per day 
So the average 25 to 55 year old person watches 534 videos a day, which is 89 minutes of content. So an hour and a half of your life is spent on TikTok. If you see <laughs> cool car videos, you're gonna watch them. You're going to comment on them. Um, but yeah, at sell cars like candy bars, sure. I've had salespeople do trending videos. I've had them create their own videos. I've pranked actually a couple of my car dealers, which was really funny. Um, yeah, TikTok's great. So do me, okay, that's on TikTok, selling cars like candy bars? Yeah. Okay, I don't have a way to share that. And that's actually part of my point about Central Bot is as we move through time, some folks get left behind on the new and the old technology, which is actually part of the point. Yeah. I mean, because like we were looking at a video Tuesday night and the guy on TikTok that was selling cars to the dealership wasn't wearing a suit. Right. He looked like he'd been at a concert and now he's making a video about selling cars. And that mm -hmm. makes sense. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. It's all very fascinating. Actually, this is what I love about media. When you do media regularly, it's a love and hate. Right. right? I hate that. Oh, man, I got to get this done today. And I got to get that done. I got to get that done. But you love it, too, because you're riding the wave, right? Media is how you ride the wave of communication. Yes. Tell me I'm wrong, right? No, that is. Yeah. So Retail Resilient was built solely on media channels with no website for five years. We literally built this company from scratch off of meet social media, media channels, um, because human beings live in their social media apps and they log in 12 to 14 times a day. So you just got to go where the people go. What I say is that the world tilted my way. So I started ATI in 2017. This is not an ATI ad, but... Uh, I started in 2017 and by 2019, some people, I was at trade shows Some people were like, man, why, why would you do a YouTube channel? I don't get it. And I was like, just wait, I'm, I'm yeah. right about this. Well, then COVID hit and I was like, okay, there's our first big signal. And if you look around, go to any restaurant, go to any bus stop and people still go to bus stops, whatever they go to. And everybody is staring at their phone. Yeah. Like and this. That's what people are doing. And, and it's actually, mm -hmm. when you start to observe, which is probably wrong too because if you're observing other people you're not staring at your phone but you'll notice i mean people yeah they can't put it down they're addicted they're addicted, they're to, their addicted to their apps super on their addicted phone. to their phones i'll bet at this point you know i i've looked i think two-thirds of the media consumption of even my channel is on mobile device and it's probably higher than two-thirds now yeah right mm -hmm. who's sitting at their laptop right they're sitting on their phones. And if you're sitting at your laptop, you have more than one monitor plus yep. your phone. <laughs> exactly. I have like three monitors here. You guys can't see that, but right, I have exactly. three monitors. I'm surrounded by monitors. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's a, it is really interesting. Um, I think we covered the topic. Hey, what's PDI? Oh, PDI pre-delivery inspection. Um, so when a new car comes in, um, the pre-delivery inspection, the PDIs, uh, have to happen. So when you sell a vehicle, you have to meet the manufacturer requirements, uh, before you deliver that vehicle, that new car to a customer. There's certain, a certain inspection it has to go sense. through. Right. Uh, very, very, very important. Um, yeah. 
If you have any questions for Gail, go visit the site. That's how you're going to find her, reach her, learn more about um, her media. Okay, and again, on TikTok, selling cars? No, sell cars like sell candy cars. bars. Sell cars like, like candy, candy bars. bars. And I think that. it might end in a Z, B-A-R-Z. I think that, hold on, I got to check. <laughs> Isn't that the way? That's the way it is now. Um, so find, you'll you'll see it in the live chat. Go to retailresilient.com. And that's the thing is that, again, proving the point is that, yes, we can talk to each other. Yes, we can talk about drive shafts and central dispatch until the cows come home. But if you really <laughs> want to learn to grow your business, step outside the box, outside your comfort zone, ask dumb questions, and um, meet amazing people like Gail from Retail Resilient. Gail, thanks so much for joining us today. But before we let you go, how do you spell bars? B-A-R. Oh, no. It's B-A-R-S. I just it looked. Yeah. B-A-R. <laughs> Sell cars like candy bars. Yep. And I'm li literally, my profile video is me going like this. Ah, perfect. <laughs> there you go. That sounds like TikTok. That's awesome. I'm very TikTok-y. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. That's going to keep yeah. you in business. Be yeah. TikTok-y. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds like an ad campaign. Be TikTok-y. <laughs> Be TikTok-y. Um, look at that. We did. Look at this, Gail. We put 25 minutes on the clock. Oh, Can wow. Can you believe that? I know. Isn't that fast. awesome? I went yeah. really fast. That was really fun. Gail, I'm going to put you back in the waiting room. Thank you so much. Yes, thank okay. you, Gail. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> and there she is. She's in the waiting room. Um, and Central Central Bot. See, I almost said Central Dispatch. Or it's whatever, like you know, because what is Central Bot? Um, Central Bot's excited to be here, and so what we're gonna do is we just want to run through it again since you're here, Central Bot, and um, we're excited you are. We're sharing this, and uh, you know, I, I I gotta say I'm excited because where ATI is gonna be your only automotive business channel sharing Central Bot. You're not going to see this on Automotive News. You're, gonna, you're not going to see this on a dealer channel. You're not even going to see this on uh, now some of the competing uh, ATI podcasts. No one's going to show you this. Why? Is this dangerous? Central Bot, what have you done? What are you doing? Uh-oh, I did not receive an invitation to interview with ATI. Got a message from my clients about broadcasting. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about your technology, but you should get an interview. Let's do this. Central Bot, let me know when you want to do an interview. And yeah. you might, you know, think about when you want to do that, right? Because right now it's just mysterious. Like, what is Central Bot? What are they doing back there in their laboratory on Telegram, right? <laughs> yeah. Who is this community? <laughs> it's cool. Somebody's making it. Somebody's screenshotting their own 30 second video of this thing right now. They even have a backhaul button. So uh, here's where in car hauling statistics, by the way, too. Who is car hauling statistics and how do we. Yeah, I want to get a hold of them, too. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk to car hauling statistics. I'm really interested in this. And I'm not the only one that's interested. I found, I think, see, I'm just going to say something weird. You guys ready? Sure. I think somebody's already trying to acquire this. Oh. 
that yeah. wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> right, which is so fascinating. Oh my God, that's crazy. Um. All right, we did. Okay, so we're back into the memo. Okay, so again, that that brings us to and and think about everything that Gail talked about, and think about think of the giant world of automotive that's out there, and here we are bogged down in our day to day dispatching, right? Because we're just we're focused on this one little sliver of automotive, the finding of loads. And it's important because we've got to keep our trucks loaded. In fact, it's so important to keep our trucks loaded and find good paying loads, we don't have time for anything else. Right now, somebody's like, Jay, I'd love to watch your show, but i got to book a load. <laughs> drive my truck. Or right? Whatever, yeah. I don't have time for this. You're not, giving, you're not making me money, Jay. <laughs> but I ask you, what is this? And why now? Right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, if you think about it, I mean, this sounds silly, but if you think about it, it would cut their costs because they don't have two load boards going any longer. <laughs> I don't know if that's why they're doing it, but I'm assuming that might be part of it. Shout out, Michael. Michael gets credit for this. What do you Thank say? Thank you, Michael. Well, um... Yeah, I you're you're right. I didn't even think of the cost. You're right. Cox Automotive should be able to save money. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're on one load board now, one okay. set of employees for one load board too, you know what I mean? Okay, so but here's the question, and this is what we're gonna find out more about. Is okay, cause right now Central and uh that's the Montway. Central and Ready. We'll leave this up here. Central and Ready are two separate load boards, right? Right. Are they? Do you think they're going to combine? Yeah, I think that's what they're doing. I thought okay. that's why I took it. That's why they well, want you why to... Is, why does it say a new private marketplace? They're throwing me off when they save it. Good point. I don't understand. Central isn't a new Why would you say new private marketplace? Now, I guess I got to think, who's opening this email? Because... Is this to carriers or is this to buyers and sellers? Hmm. Because, you know, I don't know if they still do this, but Ready used to let, you know, a dealership go on there and book their own vehicle. Right. That's right. Uh, and I don't know if they're still doing that because uh, if everybody remembers, every once in a while you would get a COD load from Ready Auto. You had to pay attention to that because it was the dealership actually paying right. you. I haven't seen those in years personally, but. In fact, uh, if you called in and said, hey, can you do this or that? They're like, oh, no, that's a. A private load or whatever. Yeah, that's a private load or yeah. whatever. We don't know those people at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, they're like, I told them we didn't know you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they charged him whatever fee it was. I mean, so. That was a That's, joke. It's interesting. Um, so, all right, let's go back down the rabbit hole. 50,000 loads. Now they have a mobile app called Ready Logistics. One dispatch, yeah. Right, so it's right. One dispatch, right. What is, Sue, is there a difference between Ready Logistics and One Dispatch? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's the same company, but One Dispatch is where you go book your loads at. Um, it's also where you have your app through for ready um other than that i mean that's about it okay all right that was that was monumental so one dispatch is the mobile app. all right so here central dispatch now has one dispatch mobile app right 
We're what speculating. I'm is just we don't four know. Ready loads, though. That's ah. the way I'm reading this. Okay. See that's this is just ready loads only. Okay. See, I. Why would they only use it for ready loads? Why wouldn't Central Dispatch? But this is my question. And I'm not trying to stir anything up. I just don't get it. Why doesn't Central Dispatch say, Hey, everybody. Use this app. Now that you're using our... Now that you're using Central Dispatch, the number one auto transport load board for years, if not a decade. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and tell me I'm wrong, right? No, no, you're right. All right. Absolutely. Everybody uses Central. Okay. So you're using Central... Or they just got off, but they were using it. Right. Right. Okay. Right. So you got 50,000 loads at a time on Central Dispatch. Now we're merging with Ready. And now if you are booking a Central Dispatch load, you are some way or another. I mean, because again, I go to this screen. Tell me it can't be done. You are now using the One Dispatch app. In fact... But see, here, here's what you could do. Because you, you can name companies that do this. If you want the dispatch, you'll have to go into the app. You know companies that do that. Yeah, but see, like I said, like that it would be like my load being on there. And they have no access to. Cause, okay, so you have to think of it this way. Ready Auto's app has their loads on it only. And it's going to be the same way on Central. Okay. That would mean I'd have to allow them access to my information, which nobody in their right mind is going to give them your information about your clients, right? Well, then they but could you're sweep not supposed to talk about this. Oh, okay, well, I mean, that's well, my, why. You know, well, I, you, okay, but you know my point is, right, okay, let's talk about it, Sue. Okay. The reason, Sue, what's the reason <laughs> brokers don't dispatch, they post on Central, but they send you the dispatch, not on Central. Why? I would say for that reason, but I do use Central Dispatch. Right. And the reason is to restate it because of the fear that somebody's going to see the data of yep. our loads and yep. use it for right. their own gain. Right. And we have heard companies say that that's happened. But oh, that's yeah. setting aside. I want to go back to this for a second. If Central Dispatch does not adopt one dispatch as its mobile app, all they're going to do is continue to keep the barn door open for all these other companies to make their mobile app technology better until they actually do do this. Right, but here's the same thing, though. It's just like Metro has their own app. United Road has their own app. Cars Arrive has their own app. Good yep. God, there's I, there's probably 15 companies that oh, now have now, their own I apps. think it's up to 20. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to do that. You know what I mean? They're still going to make you use their app because they think their app is better than everybody else's. Well, everybody does. Everybody's got the best app. But I I contend this. And, and I think that I think if they're going to do the one dispatch app, it has to be next year. Time well, is, is running I mean, out. It's, it says 2024 is when they're going to start this. Right. When we, we, like I said, one of our companies got the notification see, to go see, get signed okay. up and it wouldn't let us. Jay, why are you continuing to say this? Because does it, what does it say right here? One dispatch will move to the central dispatch platform. And right. what's one dispatch? Just the dispatching? Are we talking about the mobile app or the whole system or what? I'm taking it as 
Ready Auto One Dispatch is going all the way to Central. What are they? All right, so what are they going to do with the mobile app? Well, you'll still have your mobile app. Just for one dispatch load? Yeah, yeah. I don't think they can make everybody use one dispatch on Central because, like I said, they're not the owner of everybody's loads on there. They're just a load board. Right, Jay? (laughs) All right, well, I'll tell you this. As I stare into the camera lens, if I was running the place... You I, would do that? <laughs> yes, I would. Yes, I well, would. Well, I mean, I don't but get me that's wrong, but... Only I, because, <laughs> given everything else, I think, right about the marketplace and the track record and the team and the strategy, what's the what's the point here? What's the, world domination, right? Well, right, and I'm All sure. Right. And if you want to, if you want world domination, <laughs> you better get in the mobile app game. Why do you think all these other companies are in the mobile app game? It's just like in the podcast game. Why is everybody in the podcast and mobile app game? World domination. Yeah. I still don't think they're going to do it. In fact, That's just I my bet you Central opinion. Dispatch's podcast is coming out next year. Okay, Jay, you need to zip it. Um, <laughs> let's keep moving. <laughs> By the way, this is auto transport. You can do whatever you want. We got about ten minutes left. Central bod, by the way, automated system for getting loads from load boards, crawling statistics are two of my projects. All right, great job. Keep it going, and let me know when you want to. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what we do. It's the same guy. Amazing. Do you see that? It's the same guy. I see it. Central bot and car hauling statistics. Amazing. There's this there's this thinking, and this is one of the reasons I talk crazy like this. There's this thinking that only geniuses are within genius companies. And it, it's, it's a mistake that continues to be made since cavemen were beating each other over the head for bones. Is that you will find brilliant people in small laboratories in remote locations that may have once been inside of a big corporation or not. It doesn't matter. But it's those remote laboratory geniuses that will one day wake the sleeping giant and realize, oh my God, we got to get moving. And that's where we're at right now. Welcome to Auto Transport. You can do whatever you want. Um, See, you don't want to see this. Yikes. That's really bad. (laughs) <laughs> Sucks, right? Yeah. I didn't say a word. Wow. Um, <laughs> what was okay. that, Google? That <laughs> I don't know. Somebody sent it to me. Oh, okay. I, I know. Right? You'd think people would stop watching. <laughs> uh, hey, more Landline Magazine says there's more work to do on broker regulations. Oh, you think? That would be <laughs> a, uh, that would be a Picard. Um, broker fraud, broker fraud, devastating small trucking companies and right. Captain obvious. Here's a quote. I think this, he, I think this stuff, when you get this stuff in front of lawmakers, I probably, they probably are like, you know, I need more information, but okay. We have people who are out there that are claiming to be brokers. Yeah. They're called brokers. Okay. The truck drivers are out there trying to find loads or they're see, and here's the joke. This is the big scam. Somebody keeps saying, yeah, those are dispatchers. Yeah, and it's not. (laughs) You scammer. Yeah. 
The truck drivers are out there trying to find loads or their companies are trying to find loads for them called dispatchers. Yeah. And they run into a broker. The broker all of a sudden comes in and they broker the load. Now, by the time that driver gets back in and is ready to be paid, that particular company is no longer in existence. That particular company being the broker. So question, is this more aimed at freight than it is car hauling? So, you know what? You ask a great question and freight will always be the bigger sister, 10 times bigger than the car hauler. That's what I thought. So, but that's why we got to follow freight news occasionally. We have to. Oh, yeah. I mean, I get it. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's right. Now, the thing is, too, as you and I both know, while while the scammers are pulling the scammy scam, saying it's all the dispatcher's fault, mm-hmm. what's the carrier doing when he double brokers? Exactly. Scammy scammer. Scammy scammers, yeah. Yeah. There's scammy scammers all over the scam scam. Uh, motor carriers are victimized through unpaid claims, unpaid loads, double brokered loads, and load fishing schemes on a daily basis. This is being said to like people in suits thinking about their stake at Morton's. If broker transparency regulations and enforcement can be improved, then disputes, ah, see here, here's where somebody's going to actually care. The disputes between motor carriers and sureties. Oh, wait a minute. The insurance companies and stuff, it'll be reduced. The disputes between carriers and the sureties will be reduced. And there will be less need for litigation. What? Less need for litigation? Oh, my God. Let's start dragging out the dispatcher scammy scam again. We don't want less litigation. Well. Sure we do. But who does? Wait, does everybody want less litigation? Who do you think ends up with all the money at the end of the day in this world? <laughs> the lawyers that are litigating. The lawyers! <laughs> yep. Less need for MC- FMCSA intervention and the economic health of the broker motor carrier component of the transportation industry will be stronger. So there's a just in this one paragraph, there's a lot right there. And by the way... You know, I, I got to say one thing. <laughs> yeah, please. What FMCSA intervention? <laughs> okay, right. I've never ever well, they, ever F- had F- them F- respond to anything I've ever sent okay. on any company. Is ever. it possible that they've got too many lawyers telling them? Hey, sh- sh- <laughs> you know what? You know, yeah. I don't listen. I don't want to go crazy, although I already have. But you know, that's <laughs> why I'm a pessimist. This world is. I almost did it. I almost drove the truck right over. <laughs> um, Central Dispatch, that's why, you know, now Central Dispatch is going to ratchet up security. By the way, what is this? What what are, what are they telling? What is this? Well, basically, they're saying everything we've been talking about since this all started to happen to us. What was it, the first of the year? Uh, you know, when we started having all this stuff with hacking that they said cannot be hacked. And... Um, then you got U-Ship that all got hacked and, you know, I, they're a little far behind everybody else personally. But, um, and what are they doing? I got to be honest with you. That's why I like having this up on the screen. I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I'm not saying it isn't it true, but I am saying I don't know. And now is, again, I always like to think about who was this meant for? Is this meant for a dealer and a buyer and a seller 
to feel like they're being protected because the carrier is the carrier getting dialed up yeah yeah i don't know the carrier's like man the carrier's like is there a dial well, I mean, that's they... what that's what this just said. This is saying characters, carriers are victimized by unpaid claims, unpaid loads, double brokered loads, load phishing schemes. Where's the dial for this? Well, yeah, I mean, because I have <laughs> dealerships that don't pay us either. Because yeah, if, if you're going to dial something up, too. this is what you, well, you dial it down is what you do. Yeah. Get on the dial, man. I mean, this is the craziest stuff ever. No wonder nobody wants to watch this channel. This is terrible. <laughs> Jeez. By the way, <laughs> I found another article from this guy. Monster Auto Transport roars into success. <laughs> Inaugurates Rancho Cucamonga office amidst a thriving 27... Okay, I read it pretty weird. But what is this? What is this? Is this just article? another bloggy blog to pump up our link juice because we we got so many Google rankings? I don't even understand. I mean, it it's just is it a blog? That's what this, it looks like. This right? is bloggy blog 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 advertising blog. Okay, that's and it wor- and it, I guess it works because there'll be another one tomorrow. Monster, you know, I don't know. I think he's going to be a part of the news now. Mumbai man falls victim to deceptive car delivery scheme in India. Really? Yeah, exactly. In That's India, what huh? I was thinking. Oh, like this is a news flash, right? This happens country. every day. I just thought it was interesting. It made the news. And the car wasn't delivered. Oh. Shocker. Oh, wow. The car wasn't delivered. They Shocker. Stolen. So I wonder, hey, I got an idea for the dial. Maybe we can make sure cars get delivered. Bueller? (laughs) Oh my god. I just ruined somebody's Christmas party again. They're not getting their car. You just Um, screwed them up. (laughs) Speaking of, have you seen this one? Is your new car on a storage compound inside Kia's scheme to deliberately withhold deliveries? Okay. I thought this can't be real. Didn't we see that up in Michigan? With the Corvettes. That was a different story. Right, but it's similar. It's the same. That's what they're trying to say. Kia Canada. I mean, this sounds like a big company. Says it cannot comment Comment. on confidential (laughs) internal business matters. Okay. Okay, so what? Wait a minute. Okay, so new Kia vehicles that have arrived from overseas are sitting on a storage lot in Wolverton, Ontario. Purposely locked up, even though customers have been waiting months and months. Some for over a year to get their vehicles. So why can't they have them? The new cars are being withheld from Kia's Ontario dealerships. Wait, they're not even making it to the dealerships. And reportedly many across the country as part of a controversial plan by Kia Canada to game the number of sales in the last six weeks of the year. What? Why would you want to keep sales down? Go Public, that's who leaked the story, has obtained a video in which a Kia regional manager explains the scheme. The manager continues, all of you are going to be very unhappy with me as he outlines the plan. Okay, so instead of shipping all the vehicles to the dealerships, uh, somebody told the dealers that only some of the cars will be released and the rest will remain on the compounds until the end of the year. And the reason for this is to avoid appearing too successful in the eyes of a headquarters in Korea. You know, 
I hate to switch over to Biden. I'm going to stop there. My point yeah. is, you know, you, you think these things can't be true. Oh, my God. What? I still... That's crazy. That's real. This came out. Then, it, you know what? Here's what's really interesting. I saw this, and then a couple days later, it popped up on Automotive News. So when you see renegade news pop up on the mainstream, that's when you know it's real. Well, I guess you don't know. Shit, anything possible could all be fake. Hey, I'm a broker. If I have a car on Central Dispatch for a couple days and then I boost the price on that load, will I will it put it in the new loads category? So is this right? right? Yes. When you boost the price, it highlights it again for your one or two hours, whatever you have and it up for. Now, does it move? Does it turn it into a new load if you do anything to it? Because we've seen like so, like when I now I haven't checked it today or anything, but when I refresh my loads, they usually come up brand new as well for the first hour, or two hours, whatever it is now. Um, and it's same thing, like because I don't know if everybody knows, but our loads are only good for so many days. So usually when I come in on Monday, I have to flick them all and refresh them so that they go back on the board because otherwise they're taken off. Why is, why is keeping loads fresh important? Because you, you, you know, they end up at the bottom of the pile and, and also if you're not paying enough, they're really going to end up at the bottom of the pile. But I mean, you want to keep them up there so people get a fresh look at them. I mean, that's what we're doing. We're refreshing every right. 30 seconds and, and we're looking for new loads. This would be why, I mean, I don't know all of the practices, but maybe at the grocery store, the oranges have been sitting there for a few days. So throw them all in a bucket of water, wipe them off, and now they're new. I don't know. I don't even work here. Send me an email, <laughs> autotransportintel at gmail.com. I am uh, I'm super proud of the things we're accomplishing and uh, the interviews we're having and tying the ecosystem together. And as you can see, I mean, this is just one show. Look at all the craziness we covered in say, one show. Is it on show. Central? We're not seeing it. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. You've got an office to run. By the way, <laughs> hey, why don't you do this? Let's talk about Central Dispatch for a second from a, from a dispatcher's perspective. You can sure. go ahead and share the screen. What, how many loads are there? What's going on? How are things going for you guys right 30, now? 30,000, if I'm not mistaken. 30,000. Um, uh, Michael says apps is mostly for tracking drivers and not for better use. See, and, and this what's interesting is... Ask them more. When you ask why this mobile app or that mobile app, there are a million reasons given. Yeah, I checked out I think we've gotten used to some of them. Just the simple things like vehicle inspection, marking damages, sharing uh, information quickly. Which is why now you have to ratchet it up. That same old, you know, you can take photos, now isn't enough for modern marketing and interest. You have to you have to tell them something interesting. And actually the tracking, that's why tracking's coming to a head. Uh, Central Bot says, by the way, automated system for getting loads from load boards and crawling statistics are two of my projects. Oh, automated system. I think this is what everybody wants to know. How are the loads getting onto Central Bot? I also think that's the part that starts to get kind of dicey. That's why it's not. 
31,000 loads all to all. Is that what that is? That, yeah, for the next three days. 31,978. Um, I can honestly tell you that doesn't really mean anything anymore. I know. Well, this is why I want the weather map. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, honestly, the weather map would be great to be on here just because, it, I, I mean, we keep it up during the wintertime anyways, or if it's hurricane season or if it's tornado season. We watch for our drivers, but man, it would be handy to have it right there and you push a button, you know what I mean? See the world and see what's That's, coming in and stuff it, like that. I, car hauling, dude, car hauling statistics, do you realize, I think there are people that are going to want to try to find a way to acquire you and your technology easily and quietly. And I'm telling you that uh, if if you, if there's a way to, I'd really like to feature some of that information regularly. I don't have a way to acquire you or, or buy you out, um, but I I think that I think there's something very interesting there. Um, but if you get bought out or acquired, that won't happen, you know. But you know, got to do what you got to do. I get it. So, needless to say, I'm pretty sure everybody's been struggling like we have been too. And I don't know why. You know, usually this week is usually pretty busy. Um, because people, you know, moving and grooving, selling cars, buying cars for Christmas presents and stuff like that. There's not a lot of that going on. There really isn't. Well, the dealer dealer market is down. Yeah. Um, dealer sales are down. Yeah. yeah. Interest um, rates are too high. Unless you just got cash interest, to go oh buy something. Oh, my God. Well, and the, and the stupid car payments. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's... Yeah, well, you some car some car payments are the price of of an apartment. Yeah, well, and you figure like last year, yeah, it was last year. I think interest rate for cars, if you had good credit, was like three or four percent. We're up to like nine. I was talking to John last night, and he just had a trailer made to carry behind, you know, for his magic show and stuff. He's got great credit, nine percent. That's insane. Dude. So that, that's why nobody can afford to go out. They're keeping their stuff. So they're not getting rid of their old cars is what, you know, that's what our marketplace is too, is, you know, by, uh, moving the, the used cars that they sell. So nobody's selling their used cars. So the inventory is less and the new cars people can't afford because of the interest rate. Now I do know there are some of the bigger companies like GM and stuff like that are offering really good deals for you to go and buy the and, car. And half the people don't want an EV. Well, there you have it too. That's true, too. Nobody wants them. One, they're too expensive, and two, there's too many problems with them still. So, wait it out. <laughs> when you, you know, it, it's it's ugly. When you, well, number one, okay, so let's look at the dealer. There are so many dealers that don't want to upgrade their dealership to accommodate selling EVs and all the crap that goes with it. And when we see these videos of, like, cars waiting in line, you'll see somebody in a gasser drive up to an EV charging station <laughs> right. and just do this like out. slow pan Martin Scorsese shot of all these EVs sitting yeah, there. Yeah, remember you had that I picture mean, of that and dude, they were waiting are, for four hours and shit like that. They're all over the place. Yeah. Now, I think, for the record, I think EVs are inevitable and all that oh, yeah. stuff, but uh, this is a little different from switching from horse to Model T. Oh, well, yeah. A little different. Yeah. You got a two thousand dollar car. You got to go up buy a sixty thousand dollar car. And then there was an engineer that he was doing the math. He or yeah. she doing yeah. the math. Of that if costs. you had all the cars on the grid, all the like everybody's got a gas car right now. If you had mm -hmm. all, if everybody was on an EV 
and you're on the grid and you're all trying to charge. Yeah, it would happen, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Well, and here's the other thing. How that electricity is coming from our fossil fuels, too, that they're using this to, to do these cars. How is this really... You know what I mean? Well, everybody loves a video of a Tesla being charged in the desert out of a gas-powered generator. That's the... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the bomb right there. Um, (laughs) Now, so it is, it's, it's, it's Christmas time, 2023. How are, how, how is the booking going right now? Pretty sucko. Pretty sucko. (laughs) But that's pretty standard though. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, and my drivers are off next week. I don't yeah. know about everybody else. So <laughs> you know what's going to happen. Christmas. Yeah. So most people are still taking a long Christmas, even though, you know, we've all been hurting, but they're all going to take this Christmas. So, you know, as well as I do, is the lows are going to bulk up for the following week. Right. Exactly. But then they're going to be gone. Gone. Well, everybody's going to go back out. Will there be those last minute Christmas buys? Oh, I'm you know, sure. You've got you got somebody in a mansion. Yeah. You know. I want my Mercedes. Right. Yep. Exactly. And they only want to pay three hundred bucks on an open mm-hmm. transporter. Right. Yep. They may yeah. not get their Christmas wish. Mm-hmm. They may be driving to go pick it themselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, honey, we can go ice skating. Well, I'd rather have my EV. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. I know. You know what? I think of John Larrick now. I'm delaying the inevitable. Do you have anything to add as an end cap to this show? No, everybody have a great Christmas, though. As well as you can. Yeah, you're right. It's, is it Monday? (laughs) Yeah, it's Monday. Oh my gosh. I know. It's crazy. It just, it's flown by. This whole year has flown by actually, so. That is nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good Christmas. I mean, you know. Who doesn't like Christmas? Well, enjoy your family. Yeah. It's not about presents or anything like that. Family, it's about spending time with your family. Time with your family uh-huh. and food or <laughs> friends or... Yep. Um, you know, one of the things I like to do is, um, you know, watch a couple movies, movies. I really like, yeah. you know? Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, no. All right, good. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Enjoy Christmas, man. I get so get so wound up <laughs> um hey by the way uh next thursday so we got a show the thursday after christmas right um i think we're gonna have david back on he talks about technology and carriers and loads and tracking software i think he's on thursday okay and um we got some cool stuff coming up let's see what do we got after that we've got uh, oh, Joe Bercari's coming on January 4th. Okay. Uh, Carrier Safety. And Conus Trucking out of Chicago, okay. January 11th. Cool. Yeah. And then I've already got on, on uh, January 25th, Car Hauling Truth with Dan. Oh, man. <laughs> Dan. I've read one of his rants. No, oh, yeah? We didn't know who it was. Yeah. And he's going to come on the show. That's going to be cool, too. So, um. Yes, I like the way I, 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 I'm kind of seeing it out of the corner of my eye. Oh, and, and Daniel Crespo. So I can get loads from Ready Logistics on one dispatch. Ready Logistics is not taking care of Okay, no, you can't. Nope. nope. If they Ready Logistics is not now? taking carriers, then... But see, yeah. we don't know. That's another thing we don't know. Yeah, are they going to open it up? Because yeah. technically, if you're going to put it on Central, you need to open it up. 
And, Anybody and, that's on Central should be able to haul for rat then, right? And we don't. That would be but, the idea. Ah, but that maybe that's why they said private marketplace. Oh, still that could a, be. A, you still yeah, have to be registered. You still have to be. It's a special yeah. deal. Yeah. And and that could be to protect because where does ready where do ready, ready loads come from? I think we were talking about it earlier. If you're buying or selling on Mannheim, your load is going to get into the ready logistics pool. Right. 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 And if you're buying or selling on Mannheim, you don't want just whatever carrier picking up and delivering your car. You want right. them to be vetted. This right. gets into that dial. Remember the dial? Yep. So, um, but here's here's what we don't understand. Dear Reddy, if you're still making phone calls randomly to people that aren't anywhere near that car, Dang then yeah. why aren't you taking on new carriers? Right. We don't get it at all. Yeah. I that get those no calls sense. all the time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, they're, they're still happening all the time. Yep. So if you're making, and you might want to check within the departments and see, hey, who's making random phone calls to random, oh, I am, sir. Okay, great. Why are we doing that? Well, we didn't get it picked up and moved. Well, you said we didn't need any new carriers. Well, I didn't say that. You said that. He said that. She said that. I don't know, man. Next Christmas party, have everybody talk about, you know, lows and stuff. To just playing shuffleboard. Okay, that's. Let's cut this thing. <laughs> Sue. Yes. <laughs> Read Ready? some philosophy. By the way, that's what I was saying. Michael, yes. In two months or whatever, Michael, you can help bring in Papa Carlo and, you know, the gang or whatever. We'll figure that out. That'll be cool. We'll do that next year. Let's do. Uh... What did I say? March? Uh. Let's think, yeah, eh, February, March, something like that. We'll figure it out. It's ATI. We're live. This is a live laboratory. All right? You yeah. know, like in Vegas, when you're when the dealer's done? I'm done. I'm out. Merry <laughs> Christmas, everybody. What do we say, office? Goodbye, Sue. Goodbye, Sue. Goodbye, <laughs> Sue. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes, we'll Merry see Christmas. you next Thursday. Thank you so right. much.